Uh, Colonel Chris Hunt, he is the commander of 41 Canadian Brigade Group, along with Carolyn Patton, the Canadian Forces Liaison Chair for Alberta. Colonel Hunt, Carolyn, welcome to the show. Good Thank morning. Nice to chat with you. Uh, Colonel Hunt, let's start with you. When we talk about a reservist, what is a reservist? So a reservist is a part-time professional soldier. These are people that have uh, civilian careers or are going to civilian school, post-secondary colleges, trade schools, etc. And during the summertime, they typically train full-time, uh, particularly for those that are early in their reserve career. So we offer full-time summer employment from uh, essentially May 1st to August 31st or whatever chunk of the summer people are available for. And then during the year when they're doing the, the part-time service, uh, typically the refresher training is uh, one evening a week uh, here in Alberta. It's usually Wednesday nights and uh, one, one, sometimes two weekends a month. Are, are these, because I know Jay Lynn knows all about this stuff, but I'm <laughs> going to come at it from a point of, uh, so your brigade group, your 41 Canadian Brigade, is that a reservist group or do you have reservist members within your group? How does that all work? So it is a reserve brigade group. There's approximately 1,700 soldiers in the brigade. Uh, of those, uh, just over 100 are full-time and take on a bunch of the administrative and uh, training mm -hmm. functions and such. Uh, the rest are part-time soldiers. Uh, we have quite a few of our junior soldiers are in post-secondary, and uh, they do this throughout the year as a part-time job. And during the summertime, they go full-time, and it helps pay for their okay. schooling. Uh, Carolyn, I'm going to get to you in a second because I have some questions for you, but uh, Colonel Hunt, a few more. When you take a look at the Canadian Armed Forces, um, how many how many reservists are there, uh, you know, overall when you take a look at the, at the big number of how many people we have? Um, overall reserve numbers around 25,000 once you include the Naval Reserve as well. Uh, in the Canadian Army, it's just under uh, 20,000 right now. Uh, like I said, here in Alberta, we're around 1,700, and, and in fact, we're uh, we're hiring 300 new reservists just this year. Yeah, we know that there's a need for, for reserves badly right across the Canadian Armed Forces. Do they go through, like, the same training as um, as uh, an enlisted soldier? Yes, they do. So uh, they do the same training as a regular soldier. Um, typically, it's more focused, though. So they'll focus on sort of the core aspects of their particular trade. And in the reserves, there are dozens of different trades to pick from. Uh, and then there'll be opportunities for them to go on subsequent uh, more advanced courses or technical courses uh, in order to bring them up to speed on other equipment. Uh, obviously, if a lot of these people are, if they're not in post-secondary, they could also be working. So uh, there are their employers involved here with reservists. It can get a little complicated. I think, Carolyn, that's where you come in as a liaison chair for Alberta. Is that not true? Yeah, that's right. We definitely highlight, you know, the benefits of reservists to employers and, and we help employers who employ reservists, and we have, uh, you know, tools and programs to be able to help them out. What 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 do employers need to know when they have a reservist working for them? And you know, for example, um, if if you're working in an office somewhere, and then you get called up to go fight the fires in out in Drayton Valley, what how does that work? You know, who covers salary? How do you make sure that uh, that the soldier can get time off from work? Well, I guess to answer your first question is, when you have a reservist that works for you, you have a highly skilled individual because 
they have incredible incredible training with the Canadian Armed Forces, and they bring that skill set to uh, the workplace. And for employers, they know of reservists, you know, with the floods and the fires, that those reservists, when they deploy to support our communities, ironically, they're actually saving the very businesses sometimes that they're mm-hmm. working for. And uh, so they have... Um, um, programs in place, you know, whether it's a leadership program or an internship program or a a maternity program, the same is for reservists. They have a military leave policy that helps support that reservist when when they deploy. And, you know, there's a lot to be proud of because I would think from a culture perspective in a business, when you have people that are going to support our province and, and our communities, that there's a lot to be proud there from, you know, their fellow colleagues and their fellow employees and their employer themselves. And I certainly understand the the pride element, the, uh, you know, the, the skill, et cetera, et cetera. But are there the sort of financial supports for, for an employer? Uh, because I, I, a lot of them are, a lot of businesses these days are, are under the gun a little bit, right? And so, you know, to, 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 to subsidize or underwrite this on their own dime might be a little difficult. Yeah, that's that's true. And I think it's different for big organizations or big corporations as opposed to to smaller companies. So many larger organizations have programs already in place and they'll they'll absorb the cost of that individual going on deployment or training. But it can be tough for a smaller organization. There is something called compensation for employers of reservist program. Uh, you know, every the the Canadian Armed Forces like their acronym, so it's called SERP, <laughs> and uh, and that is uh, it's in the form of a grant, and it can help backfill uh, that individual while they're gone. So it's available on Canada.ca. All right, a couple more questions for you, and I'm gonna what I think kind of one for each, and they're on the same on the same uh, mm-hmm. wavelength. Uh, Colonel Hunt, if someone wants to become a reservist, what do they need to do? So the first thing they do is visit forces.ca, which is uh, the Armed Forces recruiting website, and our recruiters are all tied into that. So the the website's really well laid out. There's videos and and information on every single trade. And then from there, people can uh, register for a virtual information session, which is uh, typically held weekly, uh, normally on Wednesday nights. And, And there they've got an opportunity to interact with a recruiter, or they can stop by any of our recruiting offices and talk to a recruiter and get that process going as well. Do you have to go through boot camp? (laughs) <laughs> everyone has to do basic military qualification and it's uh it's designed to provide people with uh you know the the tools to integrate into a military environment and uh you know be able to do the day-to-day stuff so it's important and it's uh the focus is on learning there absolutely and carolyn uh the canadian forces uh liaison council uh alberta i mean what do um if if an employer has a reservist working for them or if they're thinking about hiring a reservist i mean you're there to give them all sorts of information and support along the way aren't you yeah we sure are and we we have a program it's called with glowing hearts and it's an employer support program for reservists, and it helps, I guess, demystify who reservists are. And it has tools and information, and they can register for free at Canada.ca slash with glowing hearts. Excellent. Right. Thank you both for uh, for coming on the show this morning and just uh, explaining the world, the, the mysteries of reservists, <laughs> as you mentioned, Carolyn. So, Carolyn Patton, thank you so much. Colonel Chris Hunt, much appreciated.
Thank Thanks you. for the opportunity. You yep, take care. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much.